Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So sometimes, and it doesn't actually matter whether it's been in the last decade, which means in my 70th decade or earlier, but there's been times and there are times when where I'm at is not where I want to be. I have some books that I want to complete. I want more money in the bank. I want my house complete. These are all things I know will happen at some point, but in the moment, I'm not there. I'm here. <laughs> and where is that? Where is, where is here now? And um, if I'm um, anticipating or thinking about or expecting or wanting something to be different, that means I want this moment, that this moment is somehow lacking. Like I want to be someplace different. So you've heard me speak about this before but I'm speaking it again because in a sort of a different context. So Carol and Mike, I've talked about before, and I, I changed names, so I'm not sure who, but we'll talk about Carol and Mike, who are in their 80s. And Carol says, you know, sometimes I don't care about anything. I, I don't care about politics or, you know, what's going to happen in, in the future. I don't care about anything. I, I just don't care. And I feel bad that I don't care. And, uh, and that's not unusual for people who are aging. In a sense, earlier, you know, our 20s, 30s, 40s, or even earlier than that, we're focused on productivity, on what needs to be done, on, you know, getting married or having sex or having children or money or power or cars. Our, we're so distracted with so much stuff. And as we grow older and as we perhaps retire or our life slows down or we change our lifestyle, something happens and there's more room. And where, in a sense, most of us, the pattern of busyness, the pattern of getting things done and, and, and finishing things and having things the way we want them to be, uh, that's not so much in the space. Uh, a friend of mine who's gone through some recovery and this is true for a lot of people who have gone through recovery, is there so have been in the trauma dramas and the intensity of getting and having or being or, or the addictions of, you know, being in that state of, of whatever it is that their, their isms, their uh, substance use is giving them, uh, that's not there anymore. And so if that's not there anymore, that trauma drama, the highs, the lows, the intensities, the fantasies, if that's not there anymore, what is there? And uh, my friend Louise, uh, <laughs> she says, because she's in recovery, she goes, I'm bored. I'm bored. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. All I know is I'm not in the trauma drama anymore, which is good, but I'm not sure this is any better. And it's a really fascinating place that is part of our transitioning from where we were in life to where we are and where we may be going, maybe. Uh, and this place of, I, go, I don't know if it's limbo or purgatory or hell or, or paradise, I don't know what it is for what a whom, but you know, in that state of boredom or in that state of nothingness or no activity, what am I supposed to do? Who am I? It's very um, disconcerting. It can be really scary because our identity had been so caught up in the busyness of 
um, our, our identities, right? Uh, if I'm if I'm a career person, so I'm a coach, and a um, so I'm my identity as a coach, my identity as a mom, my identity as a, a you know partner or divorcee or somebody who's got cancer or somebody that's been my wherever that identity was, my identity as an alcoholic, my identity as a an addict, my identity as a whatever that is, it's not here now in this moment. And so, what is here now in this moment? It's like sometimes it's like pretty scary, <laughs> especially when it's like, I don't know who I am. And as if we're supposed to know what that identity is, when we let go of one thing or one, an identity, uh, I, I've spoken about uh, my clients who are, you know, are transitioning into empty nesters. And so their identity as parents also shifting. So all kinds of ways where we're transitioning from an identity of what we thought was who we were to something else. And so we can feel bored, we can feel um, scared, we can feel like this emptiness or a void, and we, we want to fill it because that's our natural tendency is to fill it. But if we fill it with stuff that we are familiar with, there's no room for like the new stuff to just show up the stuff that we really want like I I want my books finished I want my house built I want the money in the bank Um, and if I fill it up with if I fill up this space with normal way that I was operating then I can't I'm not open to the to the wonder of what is coming you know the books being finished so for instance um, a book I'm working on and have been for about five years I think it's called um, spiritual immersion taking the plunge and I did really well got a lot of it done I thought it was going to take me about three weeks to finish and then I got a just stopped it just stopped and so every once in a while, I'll feel a little bit of, you know, something's, the momentum is moving. But the truth is, and the point of this is, is like, for instance, today, I did a piece of the work for the book that I couldn't have done if I hadn't done my own personal work and made the space for this to show up. And so quite often when we're in a hurry to have something be here, uh, when we're feeling like we don't care about anything, there's a space, and in that space, uh, Brian Swim called it a fecund, fecund, which means it's empty, but it's full. And it's the space of the universe, if you will, and it's the space of our lives where it feels empty, and it might feel like a void, it might feel isolating or lonely and boring. But if we let go of those interpretations from our mind and just be then we're in an experience of our humanness and we can be in the experience of the wonder of being in our humanness. We don't think about it very much that way because we're so entrained and conditioned to think about we, I should care about things and I should be doing something and I should be productive and I should be creative. And all those shoulds just interfere with like who I am. Um, Ram Das wrote a book called Be Here Now. And again, it's that so th- that same th- I, element of stop trying to be something, stop trying to make the world something, stop filling the space of life and let it be what it is. In the book Oneness, which I read every day, by uh, translated by transcribed by Rasha, it's like be here, 
now and in here, I forgot what I was going to say, actually, in that thought of telling you about Russia, uh, that sense of I am this, I am this in this moment. And if I stop and be in the stillness of this, then I can experience me, regardless of the interpretations I put on it, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm this energy, this being that is. And in this isness, I can just be, I don't need to interpret it. I don't need to make it right or wrong or what I should or shouldn't be. You know, I don't have to care about anything in this moment. And, and at the same time, as, as for Kara will say, uh, when she's saying, I don't care about anything, I, that's how, what it appears in that moment. It's not apathy. It's just there's, a, there's somewhere else that she does have passion and, ex- and excitement and that she does care. And um, it's a matter of just letting herself be still so that she can find that and discover it or re- reveal it to herself. So the whole point of this is uh, stop, not, and I, and I, you know, the intention, one of the intentions of this podcast is not to tell you what to do or tell you to, to stop doing something, but be curious about who you are and how scary it is when you're giving something up or doing something different and you find a space or a, 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 a time where there's nothing to do and uh, there's nothing to be. There's just, there just is now. There's nothing lacking. There's nothing you're supposed to do or be. And to just be curious about what's that like? The first few times I did that, it was terrifying because who I, I thought, who am I without my thoughts? Who am I without my interpretations? And I realized that I, I just am. <laughs> you know, when I'm sleeping, I'm not thinking and I'm still around and I still survive. So that, that process of, um, and there's a, another spiritual teacher, Gangaji, who is, uh, does a meditation of just stop in this moment, stop and see who you are in that space of nothingness, no thingness, not nothingness, no thingness. And it's, it's really quite, quite wonderful when we can do that. All right, that's it for now. Uh, if you're interested and would like to connect, uh, uh, we have a Facebook page, Aging Like a Guru, and uh, you're welcome to join us and uh, leave comments or questions. If you'd like to get interviewed, please call me or email me or leave a message on Facebook uh, or email me at rosie at the paradigmshifts.com. All right, big hugs to you. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.